That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is Hey y'all, it's Lace. It's Catherine. And you're listening to Chidi's podcast. That's right. This is the Monday episode. This is the big one, the one where we interview someone who's got a good cheating story for us and we all learn a lesson. And today we've got an incredible guest, Catherine. Incredible les- guest and a many a lesson to be learned. So many. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's got little pieces, little tidbits from other episodes. It's a little reminiscent of one of our favorites, Mandy McKelvey's one, or Two Girls, One Narcissist. Yeah, where a classic tale of an older gentleman. <laughs> Did I say gentleman? An mm. older man. Yeah. Uh, that got into a relationship with a younger girl and took advantage of somebody who may not have um, been hardened by the world yet and uh, was too forgiving and too trusting. Yes. And also someone who had more at stake to lose than just their reputation. Like they wanted to work. It was also a job of power plays too. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, And on top of that, before we get into the episode, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a good chunk of her life that we go through. And then it's just, and then it, and then it goes down a you two, you, you just take me down your own memory lane of of a, <laughs> of a whole culture that I don't know about. Yeah. So Samantha and I, the eighties. Yeah. So did we say our our we ha- we didn't say we didn't say our guest yet. So our guest today is Samantha Hale. She is, and I did say Hale correctly, Catherine. So don't correct me. I know yeah. you think usually I- you'd be like Samantha Hill. Right, right. So I did it right. So it is Samantha Hell. So any of those of you who know my... Still, there's just like this weird... There's this accent. I know it's an accent. It's like this weird (laughs) tweak that you're not... I can't... I can't... It's not a... It's not a... It's just... It's like at the very end, your mouth's just like, I don't want to say it completely right. Why? What is it? Samantha Hale. What is wrong with my accent? It's like you go up heels. You don't go up hills. <laughs> you get the meal. You don't get the mail. And I don't, I don't get it. I, I sleep on a pillow. I check the mail. Yes. I, it's you. You're, you're uh, almost there. You're 90% there. And then your brain's like, no, nope, tricked you. <laughs> you're so stupid. Did you think I was going to say it right? <laughs> no. <laughs> tricked you. Psych. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So Samantha I, Hale. It is H A L E. I am saying it correctly. I promise. Anyway, she's hilarious. Uh, she's got so, she's got some irons, you know, lots of irons in the fire, like all of us comics, but uh, she does have a, uh, an album out too. We'll, we'll hit on that. We'll hit on all that good stuff. But anyway, I bring up who our guest is because during that interview, what Catherine is referring to is uh, we just are shooting the shit about regular life and we just use regular references that all humans who are alive would know you're talking about shows that are in black and white let's okay well and also oh just to let you know we said the last uh we in the last catch up something about shows 
80s, but then we were also talking about Gilligan's Island. And of course, my mom, Ginger, had to message me and be like, um, you know Gilligan's Island and Bewitched and all those shows and I Dream of Jeannie are all from the 60s, not the 80s. And I was like, yes, I know that they're from the 60s, but I was still hung up on teaching Catherine about movie references from the 80s. So let's be clear. So at some point we just use regular ass references that yes, they're black and white shows from the 60s, but I watched them as a kid in the 90s on Nick at Night. Did you not? I, I, I'm telling you, I faintly remember watching them, but I don't, I don't remember characters or anything like that. How did you not watch? En- I guess you just didn't watch enough television. Like, how do you not know who the skipper is on Gilligan's Island? Which is something y'all will hear us debate about in this episode you're about to listen to with Samantha. Like, you're an alive person who's out and about. You should know the difference between the skipper and Gilligan. Well, the, well, contrary to popular belief, you cannot know who Skipper is and still breathe and function as a normal human being in society. Well, but I, don't, I don't believe that, though. So I will argue. I will argue this with you. No, I still volunteer. <laughs> I keep a puppy alive, and I don't know who Skipper is. Do oh. I have a job? No. Do, 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 <laughs> do I have a retirement plan? No. Do I have a degree? Barely. Barely. It's from a questionable university. Yeah. <laughs> But look at look how far I became. Look how far I've come without knowing who Skipper is. <laughs> Not also, far. That also, is what I'm here for. Yeah. Um, I I swear to God, we talk about Poltergeist a little bit. Yes, I, and, that's- and for the longest time, I've used I've used Poltergeist in sentences. I did not know what it was. I thought I genuinely I truly mean when I say this. I thought it was like a weird foreign country, like close to. Slovenia or something. I don't know right. if that's a real place. So, uh, it's or, Slovenia, but yeah, Slovenia. That, is a, that is a real place. Uh, or, or it was like a city, like out west. So somewhere. when you used the, t- in what context were you using the word poltergeist? Were you like, oh yeah, I remember my my summer abroad in poltergeist. Like, what were you picturing when you said it? Uh, well, what I do sometimes when I know I'm using word that I, I don't know what it is. I'll go, <laughs> I'll go. I was like, well, we had that summer in poultry, guys. And then and, and then we rode horsebacks that day. And I'll just kind of, I'll just kind of, I'll like, I'll just let it f- fall away into the wind. Like, I'll say it, but I'll let it. So as like, as we, we, yeah, my family and I went to poultry, guys. Uh, and we, yeah, we had popcorn there. And it was really good. And I'll just do it. Yeah. So as in comedy, what we would call throwaway. It was just a throw, just a throwaway line. Yeah. Like in, in my comedy, I would call it a, a throw up. <laughs> <laughs> throw up away yeah throw up away <laughs> yeah uh okay, but yeah i so i'm glad that i learned I, and i haven't stopped thinking about it since you learned so much mm-hmm. uh, uh but yeah poltergeist is a type of ghost i can't right now so i don't want to think about it because have I, you watched poltergeist have you not watched it i can't i you don't i i can't watch i can't watch anything remotely scary i can't watch a pg-13 scary movie can we please can me you and kevin get together and watch this no no because if there's if a you don't it stays in my brain for forever to me too but it's in my brain rent free it should be in yours as well no 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 no. if i if if a ghost moves a bowl that's it for bowls for me you don't i don't you you don't understand (laughs) It's a, f- I won't even have a plate that's, that's a little bit angled. 
It's flat guard, cardboard pizza boxes for the rest of my life. I won't I won't be able to eat through in a bowl ever again. And I know this. So I don't watch I can't watch those that stuff. I can't do it. It's Oh Catherine. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Well, we talk about lots of scary stuff on this upcoming episode. And uh obviously y'all will uh see that, you know, we all learned something. <laughs> Some of us more than others. You know what? <laughs> like yeah, there's pe- there's people that, there's people listening to this that are gonna go, I'll never admit that I didn't know what that is either, and I'm so glad I listened to this. So I I'm gonna uh, well, shout out to how, y'all. That's how we're shout out, shout the out world. to you shout out to you you silent idiots. Let me be your vocal <laughs> idiot. And I'll, I'll learn for all of us. Let me, <laughs> let me, because I, I know where, I know who you are and I know what you do. And, and the conversations when everybody's talking about that one reference and you don't know what it is and you just keep going, yes, I know. I love that part. And you don't know what the F they're talking about. <laughs> I am, I am your hero. I'm the one that stops the conversation when everybody's having a good time and goes, uh, excuse me, who's Chucky? And then, and everybody goes, "Are you fucking kidding me? I'll I'll ruin the momentum for you. I'll find out who it is for you." Oh, uh, Catherine, what what a beautiful sentiment. You you you're you're everyone's verbal idiot. Verbal idiot. Yeah. You're everyone everyone has someone to worship now. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm the person <laughs> I'm the reason that people stop saying there's never a dumb question. Yes, there is. Mhm. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. very. I used to say there's no dumb questions, and then I started this podcast with you a yeah. year ago. Yeah, 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 and then I <laughs> and you're like, no, no, I have a list of like, dumb questions. No, I got a big list, a yeah, long, yeah, yeah. yeah, very long list, and a lot of listeners to back me up on yeah. my list. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, Catherine, this is so much fun. Okay, uh, this episode is great, y'all. It kind of bounces around a little bit, but uh, it's really good. We shoot the shit. We learn a lot more about Samantha's life out there in sunny LA. And uh, what else? And then the story. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, and uh, again, another story where you can look back and be like, this is what you've learned from it. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm not going to settle for mm-hmm. now on. Well, and also I, what I love about it, too, is it's very much the kind of like you want to sit back and judge, but you don't know unless you were in that situation. Yeah. And hopefully this will give you a chance to give other people a little bit more grace if they end up in a situation like this, you just kind of, you know, cause she's super cool, super smart, whatever. But like, she was really young when this happened. So, you know, we can all forgive ourselves and other people if we find out they were in a situation like this. It's so easy from the outside. I guess what I'm trying to say is it's easy from the outside to be like, how could you be so snowed by this person, you know, but unless you're in it. And now we're going to hear the ins and outs of how those situations happen and how they continue control over seemingly cool, smart people. Damn shade. Snow. That's that's the word of 2021. Yeah, really. I'm waiting for the snow. We haven't had any snow in Atlanta yet. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say, stop waiting. <laughs> it's not going to come. Are you sure, though? Because climate is insane right now. And I feel like we're going to end up in another ice storm, but it's going to be like late. It's going to be like late March or something. It's going to hit us out of the blue. We're going to think it's spring. We're going to be out on a patio one day, and the next day we're all going to be iced in our houses. Okay. Well, thank you, Lace. Yeah, you're welcome. Just in case you didn't have anything to worry about this week. Yeah. I just want to put that out there to freak yeah. you out. Uh, and then look behind you. There's a poltergeist. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, I gotta come. I lock myself in my closet now. Enjoy this episode. I will be listening to it in my closet. <laughs> we have got, seriously, we have got to start watching scary movies. Nope. I'm gonna make you watch some really good ones. Nope. But it's like mm-hmm. 80s scary. So it's like, it's not as scary as it would be now. Now you can watch these movies and go, oh, I see what they're doing there. Like, that's not that real. No, in the moment, if I watch it and I'm like, ah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine in the moment. It's the next day, Lace. It's the next day when I go downstairs and I put eggs in a bowl and I'm like, ah. And and in the the moment I go, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. And I walk out of the room and I'm like, well, maybe we should just throw this bowl over the deck. Why don't we just do this one? I mean, it's a little silly, but why don't I just get rid of this one? That's, That's me every, still to this day, every time I'm in a swimming pool, telling myself there is not a shark in the other side of the pool with me yeah it's, yeah yeah and i'm I still like do there's that. not a sh- i know there's not a shark there right like yeah right but you're like, just... you, but you remember those one sharks that are like really <laughs> agile could like and they could get their drains yeah like a flat like there could be like there could be but there's not lace you know that right yeah like, you, know, you know those concrete not, sharks that's not there and then and then you look into the water and then you turn around and you swim really fast in the stairs anyway <laughs> and they're like hey what are you doing 30 year old lady and you're like i'm not i'm not swimming <laughs> I from a shark i was I'm like not, I, I know there was no sharks. I, I saw, I saw, I saw a kid running. <laughs> Did you see that kid? Did you see? I was gonna say the kid. Yeah, I was gonna say that kid. And there's no sharks. There's I, I know. Sharks. I know there's not. Yeah. Stop saying that. I think there's sharks in here. Yeah. There's but not. I didn't tell myself there's not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's still, still to this day. Yeah. But yeah, I'm telling you, watch Poltergeist, and then you'll never. You will like. You'll like keep your eyes on no, the you kitchen don't... table, like behind you all the time. Because like, <laughs> that scene where no, all the no, 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 backed up on the see, oh, see, scared. I do I, that. If there's a Halloween episode of Modern Family, I'm shook for a couple of days. Okay, <laughs> you're the stupidest person. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, well, y'all. <laughs> y'all you will enjoy this episode oh and once again our guest today is samantha hale and please um at the end of the episode we plug it but just to remind everybody go and download her album it's uh her comedy album came out this past year and it's called i'm only happy when it's raining men um yeah so go download that she's hilarious you're gonna love her Catherine. anything else before we send the people on you just said before the recording started you were like do you know do you get those two references oh yeah do you i would like to point out it's raining men aretha franklin okay okay good i'm only happy when it's raining Uh uh-huh is in my head i that felt right but i wasn't even sure that was a title but that feels like a title of something i'm only happy when it rains is the title of the song and garbage the band garbage sings that. yeah yeah i'm i'm lost there lead singer shirley manson they're fun. yeah all right let's start the episode scotland all right i think they're scotland or ireland i don't know i'm only happy when it rains you know that song so good ladies anyway. and gentlemen <laughs> samantha hale hey listener you're about to hear a really juicy cheating story Names and locations may have been changed to protect the guilty. We're not licensed therapists or lawyers. Hell, we barely have a driver's license. We're just two broke comedians who've been through some shit. And this alleged story is one-sided. If you know another side, please call our emergency redemption hotline at 888-STABBY-8. And yes, that is a real number. 
Now sit back, relax, and pour yourself a bowl of cheaties. Cheated? Let us know so you can go home and enjoy the rest of your summer. <laughs> All right, everybody, we've got Samantha Hale in the house. What's up, girl? What's up? Oh my gosh. Hi. How are you? I mean, that is a loaded question these days, isn't it? <laughs> always. It's, you can say, I'm great, but everyone knows you're lying. Yeah, that's what we always say. <laughs> like, we, You know how bad they're doing with how high that pitch is when they say uh-huh, that? Uh-huh, hey, hey. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And, if, and then if it's a question, like, I'm yeah. great, I'm, yeah, that's yeah. not good either. That's yeah. never good. I just, say, I just say good, all things considered. There yeah, you that's go. That's the easiest Wonderful. way. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, you you look like you're doing great. We can see you on the screen. You're out in sunny LA. I'm assuming it's sunny. It is sunny. It's been beautiful. I'm so sorry, you guys. It's been beautiful. Oh, Fuck okay. you. I know. <laughs> I know. It's cool. Like yeah. I took a I took a few days out of town to go to Idlewild. Like it was like a vacation to go to the snow. And yeah. you guys are like, I hate you so bad. You, yeah. you had to get well, out of town to do that. Well, we're not even we haven't even we, gotten the snow yeah. yet. That's really? the thing. In Atlanta, it'll come late. Like, yeah, uh, weird. We'll, if it happens, we'll have like a weird snowstorm like in March or early April, and then mm-hmm. spring will hit like the next day. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I saw, I so saw it's a meme. been rainy and yeah, cold. But it's been it's been fine here. I saw a meme that was like <laughs> when you pull your toaster strudel out of the uh, oven and it was a it was like a map of the US and it was like when Texas was like getting hit hard and the whole US was was blue and then California was red and then a little bit of Georgia and Florida was red and i was like mm. damn take me back take me back <laughs> to elementary school yeah uh, yeah so we haven't really been yeah we're, we haven't been it hasn't been bad either. yet just rainy and gross for a while like the next 4 or 5 days they're supposed to be really rainy like my mm-hmm. yard turns Gosh. into soup yeah. I love the rain, though. It's probably because I'm from L.A. I'm, like, born and raised Valley Are you girl, serious? So yeah. Wait, born and raised Valley girl? Born and raised Valley. Wow. People, whenever I feel I like I'm talking like... to a fan. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm That's a fan. Like, I'm like, uh... you're, you're fangirling no, right yeah, now, Catherine. Like, I, really? I, I'm freaking out. This is, like, this is, like, rarer than meeting somebody from the Bronx. I am a unicorn. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. This is exciting, though. Yeah, Wait, when so I tell... born and raised. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, whenever I tell people I'm from LA, I always get the same response. It's no, no, no. Where were you born? Like LA. Like people have yeah. a lot of sex here. Like it's I was born here. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> it's no possible. Way. It's legal. You can yeah. actually have babies in LA. I don't you know can. If so yeah. was your yearbook just like a like a burn book? Was ever what was high school like? <laughs> it was, was just Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Um, preschool so in LA what? well Catherine yeah. I don't know you might not know this so I'll go ahead and spill the beans oh, so, I know what you're gonna say <laughs> yeah so Samantha's grandfather is the skipper on Gilligan's Island she doesn't care <laughs> no, no she's trying to she's well I'm she's like trying to like no she's trying I, to remember because well, she, likes to, she likes to act like she's 16 years old on the podcast all the time and act like she doesn't get fucking references yeah. and she I just mean, had to like it Go was on in 1964. I, hey, I, had, I grew I up watching Gilligan's Island. I, I did, too. I yeah. did, too. Wait, so yeah. Skipper's skinny one, the striped shirt. No, that's no the Gilligan. Skipper's the big guy. He's oh the God. captain. See? Yes, in the blue shirt. I'm With eight the years captain's old. hat. Yeah. Uh, the captain's hat, Catherine. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's okay. Wait, so that was your... And so how long was he on the island for? Did you ever meet him? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, so he, he was lost at sea before wow, I was so born. Sad. I never met him. Yeah, wow. he's probably oh, still there. You never got to him. No, I th- I'm kidding. I did. Did you really? Oh, okay, did. you did get to me. Oh, good. I was like, oh, he, no. He made it off the island. Um, yeah. the, oh, good. The island actually was CBS Radford. It was CBS Studios in North Hollywood. That's where the island was. That's um, so cool. Really? Kind of cool. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure the- you could ask this all the time, but like, did you get to go to set? No, sadly. So, I mean, they filmed it in the 60s, so I this wasn't is, around yet. This makes sense. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to delete all of this because you're, you're <laughs> asking the most ridiculous questions. It's okay. There, there might be some 12-year-olds out there who need yeah. to know this. It's, it's fine. <laughs> they should not be listening to yeah. our podcast. They have um, bad parents. I did get to go to the set once as an adult years and yeah. years later, um, and it, it's now Lagoon Lot. It's a parking lot, which is really sad. Oh, you can oh. just see a couple palm trees. And that's it. But I did. That sucks. Yeah. My grandpa passed in 90 and I was seven. So okay. I got to meet him. Like, I, I do have memories. I have seen a lot of home footage. Um, yeah. I was the first grandchild. So I was the favorite, obviously. Yes. Um, yeah. So, but I actually grew up. I did wind up as an adult getting quite close to Don Wells, who played Marianne. Yeah. yeah. Who also passed away recently. Just last year. It was like yeah. the last punch in the gut from 2020. It oh was, damn! Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing family. that. Yeah, I love yeah. her. Everybody like people had amazing things to say about her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Man, that sucks. Well. Um. Yeah. So, Catherine, my point is, is like she goes back, back in like L.A. I, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. This is so. I mean, I'm just thinking about normal things I did as a kid and and what what like what that was like in L.A. Like. Yeah. Did you, well, what was your field trips like? I, you know, I'm just so. <laughs> field trips are pretty normal. Uh, uh, like we didn't do anything. Cause I mean, maybe if you're like, go to Hollywood high, maybe I don't, here's the oh, thing. Yeah. Like, is that a place? Yes. Yeah, it actually is. I, I know. Alone. I'm like, that's just I mean, a Catherine, studio set, right? Catherine's oh from Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. I love Louisville, though. You I had really? the best time there. Yeah. Hey, why are you going there? You're from L.A. Don't well, go it, was, <laughs> it was the first festival I ever did. This was 800 years ago. Uh, it was at awesome. the Laughing Derby. Is it still called the Laughing no, Derby? No, no. It had some name not changes. There in, yeah, Comedy Caravan? Not there. Yes. It was yeah, one of those. Comedy Caravan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that place. Yeah, so yeah. that was that was a long time ago, but yeah. um, I had a great time when I was there. Uh, you know what I did, and because I'm such a nerd for like paranormal stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I went to the Waverly oh. Hills Sanitarium. Oh. Yes, 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 dude. Yeah. yes. Oh my god, dude. It's the, have you been? Uh, yeah, we used to go there as oh, kids. So like, cool. But we would go. We would go at like there's like the haunted house. Like you know, people pop out at you. Yeah, I never did right. this because it was so scary. Did you do where you went to the different levels? And then yeah. they took you down the body chute where they would put the yeah. dead bodies. We walked I'm down I'm sorry. It. Did that. What? Okay, oh, yeah. so Waverly Hills was one of, I think, the biggest tuberculosis hospitals, hospitals. when it was yeah. like a really deadly disease. Yeah. And so they pretty and much said There's a lot of die. people died there. Yeah. yeah. And they oh. didn't know how to treat it. So they were operating on people in open air rooms. People were getting oh. infected. Mm-hmm. They thought, oh, we'll just treat them with sunshine. So they built a big deck. And just would leave them out in the sun. There mm-hmm. were so many people dying that they had to make a chute from the top where all like the terminal patients were down to the bottom where they put all the bodies. Oh, yeah. My God. Okay, so so what I what I would hear, I never did it. It's like you. So they would take you on like a ghost tour, and you every level you went up, you kind of got like more money if you made it up to the level, and if you made it up to the <laughs> top, they would let you go down the body chute. 
Oh, wow. Did you go down the, did you make it up to the top? I mean, yeah. that's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. We went all like, the way to the top and then we walked down it and we took, I remember like, I think it was the fourth floor was kind of the most intense because they said, okay, everybody turn off every source of light that you have, any watches, any cell phones, make sure they're completely off. So there's no shadows. There's nothing that you can misconstrue as a shadow. Like, yeah. So, okay. So we all did that. And then he said, okay. Uh, now I need a volunteer. I immediately raised my hand. I was like, oh, hey. you're a and psychopath. I am a psychopath. And he's like, okay, do you see this dark hallway down there? I said, uh-huh. He's like, go walk down it by yourself. No, said, cool. no, no, no. Yeah. And you're so fine I, with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a little weird. That was the floor that was most notorious for shadow figures. So that okay. was the whole idea of there's no light source in here. There's nothing. So basically, so he said, okay, walk down the hall by yourself. We're going to stay back here. So I did. And then he says, do you see maybe it must have been like 10 feet in front of me. He said, mm-hmm. do you see that very small window in that wall? And I said, mm-hmm. I do see it. He's like, okay, just kind of relax. Just kind of hang out for a minute. Turn around and look at us. Can you see us? And I could barely maybe make out kind of the outlines of people. So that's how dark it was. And so uh, they, they like basically they kind of, he kind of did all these different tests to make sure that it wasn't anybody's eyes playing tricks. There was no tricks. There was no lights. It was nothing like that. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, we're just going to hang out for a minute. Just kind of keep your eyes loosely on the window and just kind of talk to us. Okay. So I was trying to like be really comfortable and not get in my head or not try too hard to see anything. And I, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the window just blocked out. Something went right past it. Okay. And I kind of looked again. He said, "He said, hey, did you see it? Did you see that? I said, the window just disappeared. And Wait, then the- it came back. So basically, there was a figure walking past the, the, the window. It would just kind of black out for just a second. And then you'd see the window again. And you'd think, what the fuck? Something was moving in front of it. Okay, cool. Now, all the hairs on my entire body are standing yeah. up. Which is, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like a, uh, yes, I do feel like I saw something, but I can't be 100% sure. The other experience that I had that I felt a little bit more like, uh, I don't know how to explain this at all, was I was down in Portland. Do you know that underneath the entire city of Portland, there are tunnels? Yes. Yeah, so the Shanghai tunnels. Yes. So that's where, you know, the term you got shanghai people would- They would s- knock people uh-huh. out and then take them and then uh-huh. trade them. Like Yeah, they would basically sell them into slavery. Yeah. Um, so all of these tunnels are still there and you can still see some of the glass that's down there because they would take their shoes and then they would put glass down there so that if they escaped, there would be a trail of blood. Like really Jesus. awful, awful, awful. Yeah. Portland kind of tried to pretend like this didn't happen for a long time until finally yeah. they're like, okay, it did. Um, yeah. But I was down there on a tour and I kind of fell back from the group and I noticed that there were wind chimes along some of the hallways, um, but there was no windows and no vents. So I thought yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. But um, the group got ahead of me because I was looking at this old picture or an old toy or something. Some of the actual artifacts are still down there. So I was just lost in thought. And then all of a sudden I felt it like a, just like this force of air on the back of my neck. And I turned around and there was nobody there. Yeah. Okay. Fuck that. Nope. And I thought I was looking, I'm like, there's no windows. There's no vents. Everyone is 10 feet ahead of me. I don't understand. It's pitch black. I don't get what's happening. So afterwards I asked the tour guide, I pulled him aside and I told him what happened. He said, yes, that's why we have the wind chimes because if they move at all or there's any draft at all, it means it's a spirit. 
Okay. Wow. Yeah. And and so and then you just kept living, and then you're you're so you're fine, and there's no spirits <laughs> traveling. No, no, no spirit just got on your back and went home with no. you. I'm so thank confused. God. No, I mean that has happened to people. I, you mm-hmm. know, I've heard stories of that, but I don't know. I mean, not to get all deep or anything, but I think when you go through a lot of hard, difficult, tragic situations in your life, just not a lot scares you and you're also kind of fascinated by the idea of well where do where do we go what what there has to be something more mm-hmm. um and so yeah just like little things don't scare me anymore yeah you know because wow. it's like if I can deal with hospice and cancer nothing nothing's worse yeah. than that yeah uh, uh, yeah okay okay um all right so <laughs> that got real heavy sorry I did <laughs> Um, well, no. So that's another thing you've got going on lately is you've been walking around. Are you doing this for a show or are you just trying to pitch I a show? Did, or? I, I am trying to pitch a show. <gasps> okay. Yeah. So it's basically, so, okay. So um, it's not paranormal, but it's like horror films. I'm a huge horror nerd, as you could probably guess. Um, so the thing about LA, you're probably going to freak out, Catherine, is that like, <laughs> yes. all of these sets, all of these movie houses, they're all in my backyard, basically. So all of these famous movies, you've driven past them going to work every day for the rest of like, and I had no idea. Um, like growing up as a kid, my mom lived in Simi Valley for 10 years, which is, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes outside of LA uh, or where I'm at anyway. And we were living five minutes from the poltergeist house the whole time. I had no idea. And you didn't know. No. That's why. Um, every time that, I mean, I work in, or I used to when the world was actually working, um, I was working in West Hollywood a lot. And so I was constantly driving up and down, going to shows. I passed the Nightmare on Elm Street house and the Halloween houses a million times before I even realized they were right there the whole time. So they're just, and then I thought, oh, okay. And it kind of opened these floodgates of, oh, well, what about this movie? What about this movie? And so I just, you know, during pandemic, because it was something that you could do alone and safe and outdoor, um, I just started going to all of these different houses and making funny videos, like kind of making fun of the movie in front of the actual house. Uh, And I got a really great response on my Instagram. So I thought, oh, people are into this. So I put together a sizzle reel and a pitch deck. And I'm hoping that maybe somebody, I've gotten really good feedback, but I haven't found the right fit yet. So if anyone's listening and has a production company, hi. Hey, well, I actually might have some contacts in Atlanta for you. So I might have to, yeah, we might, we'll have to switch some information um, after, after we record, because I think that would be, if it hadn't picked, been picked up yet, I think that would be an absolutely fascinating show. I would watch the hell out of that. Yeah. And it's female driven. And the idea is it's like, well, I don't want to give away all my ideas. Oh, but, yeah. No, don't but, give away all your ideas. You know, ideas, it's but. like, I just think that there's, it hasn't been done yet, which I think I, I Yeah, I would love yeah. to watch that because I can't watch horror films. Uh, uh, I truly can't. I um, But you went sleep. to the sanitarium? Right. Thank what? you. But Thank I, you. I, I only went through like You'll do the, real life scary the fake gym. haunted yeah. house part. But oh. yeah, but I couldn't, I can't do like, yeah, I can't do what you did. I could, but I, if I watched your show first that made fun of it and pointed things out and then watched it, I would be able be to easier. Be, yeah, separate it, it from reality. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I also think, I also think it'd be great just for like the younger people like Catherine. Yes. Who yes. would like, haven't watched a lot of those films that like you and I grew up on. Right. 
it, this is a great like intro to that because they're not just going to sit there and just like go pull out Poltergeist if they hadn't seen Poltergeist before. No, and they're probably you know? going to watch the remake, which would be a poor decision. Oh, awful decision. <laughs> Let's Agreed. not do that. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. But that's so fascinating and crazy to know that they're, because people they're are probably everywhere. just living in those houses, right? They are. They're just regular they old houses. And some people are probably more into it than others. Um, like, for example, the the people who own the Laurie Strode house from Halloween, they're, oh, yeah. they're in on it because they have pumpkins out year-round on the porch, which is really cool. That's all. They live in you the know, house that that's really filmed. Cool. Yeah. These are yeah. just regular houses. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. somebody said, I'm fine with living in this house where they recreated this Oh, haunting. They're yeah. fine. They're okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's fake, Catherine. It's movie no, magic. It's not. It's right. actually so no. It's, it's LA. Is no, about. it's dreamed up from a different universe. Okay. And that's well, how it <laughs> There's also people who live in houses where actual terrible things occurred. That's you know, that those houses are still houses. <laughs> you yeah. know, people yeah. still there there's people over the years it's changed hands, but ever there's always been someone living at the Amityville whorehouse. That's true. And that wasn't... That's a real that's story. That's a real story. A real yeah. family, I'm, I'm going to go watch My Little Pony after this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you know what My Little Pony is. That I shit was well, 80s. Yeah, well, they, br- they brought it back. They remade it for parts of Gen Zers. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You are okay. not even a Gen Z. You are a millennial, so shut yeah, the Yeah, I mean, I'll tell dog. you more about it. Oh, for my sure. God. I'm, I'm so fascinated because I'm such a scaredy cat. It's, yeah. I, I don't know that I used to be a scaredy cat, but I definitely am not where I'm at now. You know? I'm just scared that they're going to keep following me. <laughs> it could happen. Okay. I, so I, that's I mean, why I'm just going to stay from scared. What, from what <laughs> I understand with like paranormal stuff is if, if you believe in it and if, if it is a thing, that energies are kind of trapped and they're just kind of where they are. Well, there's I different kinds of hauntings. You know, there's oh, poltergeist, right. there's intelligent, there's residual. It just kind of depends on what happened there and... Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to just going to reveal uh, my level of intellect here. <laughs> what is Poltergeist? <laughs> well, she doesn't know what the movie is either. No. Oh my no. God. Polter- I've always Polter- heard that word and I truly, I'm not kidding you. In my head, I was like, it's a city in Portland. I always, or like a city in Oregon. I always thought it was it a city. Be. Yeah. It could be. Poltergeist okay. is more like, you know, maybe you've seen videos or youtube stuff it's like when they're very mischievous they like to to mess with the person they like to open cabinets and slam oh. uh, forks across the room and and crush plates and they they like to destruct be de- they're destructive they're obnoxious destructive. yeah yeah oh. so yeah. my favorite scene they're like a in puppy. poltergeist yeah they're <laughs> yeah, yeah they're like an angry spirit puppy okay, okay. Yeah. Spirit puppy. yeah um yeah they're like a cat like a fucking yes cat like an angry knock cat shit off uh-huh just knock shit off your table for no reason totally. but there's a scene in poltergeist that is like it when I think about it, it still scares absolutely. Well, the whole movie scares the shit out of me. But where she is in the kitchen, the mom is in the kitchen. Yeah. And <clears throat> and she walks out of the, the kitchen or she turns around. Yeah. And yeah. she turns back around and all the kitchen chairs are on top of the kitchen table. Just stacked. stacked. Like in a pyramid. I, that scene, no. every single time and i know it's coming and i've seen that movie probably 10 or more times and it scares the absolute shit out of me almost more than like the the like overt scary stuff that right there i was like because when you're in the house by yourself you're like if i fucking turned around and And everything was in disarray Mm -hmm. in one second 
what what you would just run from your house and you would never no. come back like, i never yeah. i'd never i'd never walk into a kitchen again ever i would never have a chair <laughs> sight. Uh, sit on you the would just you would be standing yeah no sh- nothing that could ever no shelves nothing ever ever again <laughs> okay all right so oh speaking <laughs> speaking of ridiculous inexplicable moments in life. Y'all like this transition? This is so good. I'm loving this. Um, Sam, like us, has also had a cheating story. Yeah. And you were going to share that with us today. And it wasn't a ghost. It was a demon. He was a demon. Okay. Okay. We got a a, a Satan sidekick. (laughs) He was. I see that now, but at the time. At the time, you didn't. Okay. So... This is what we always do. We say, take us back. Um, take us back to the to the blooming of this relationship. Why did it happen? Who was Sam then? What did Sam want? What was Sam Gosh. thinking about? Who is this demon? How did you meet him? Yeah. Well, Sam was a 16-year-old sweetheart mm. of a girl who uh, maybe wanted to explore her sexuality for the first okay. time, wanted to be exciting, wanted to be an adult, wanted mm-hmm. to have fun and all those things that we want to do when we first realized, sure. oh, wait a minute, I think, okay, things are happening in my body, great. Um, so I made the the terrible decision. I don't know if it's still happening now, but um, you guys know the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yeah, okay. actually so, I do. Oh, but you know that. You don't know Gilligan's Island or Poltergeist, but you know that. Okay. <laughs> I certainly do. Now we, we know what we're dealing with. Okay. I love so, Tim Curry. I love Tim Curry. Tim Curry yeah. is is a hero. God, he's yeah. amazing. Um, just, just so you know, my I go when I saw Rocky Horror Picture Show, I was like, oh, the the butler from Home Alone too. That was that was my. Uh, oh wow, your timeline is so yeah, not so upsetting. Mine. <laughs> so, upsetting. so upsetting. Right? Yeah. The literal opposite of mine too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. I uh, know it's upsetting. I deal with it all the time. I think you and I are the same age. So yeah. Like we. Oh, yeah. That one hurt, Sorry. Catherine. That one I know. Hurt. I'm sorry. I know it was yeah, a blow. It's okay. It's okay. Do it. It's all right. I'm gonna. Whew, I'm gonna get past it. Yeah. Re resettle. Recenter like, myself. Yeah. Recenter yourself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know how they would do like live shows of it, like live shadow casts, basically. Mm-hmm. Where so I was on a cast. I joined um, when I was in high school, and the cast leader who played Frankenfurter, the Tim Curry mm-hmm. part. Okay. Oh, I just thought he was so dreamy and. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was just up there. I don't know what it says about me that I was like, oh, that man looks great in lingerie. (laughs) But he did. He was just very charismatic and very charming. And you could tell, like, all the girls were just swoon, you know. So I wound up joining the the cast, you know, as, like, the background, just kind of like, you know, as you do when when you're new. And -hmm. then eventually, somehow, I moved up and I started playing Janet. And I became like, yeah, and I became like an official cast member. And so Todd was his name. Yeah, of course, it's a Todd. Of course. Of course, Um, it's a Todd. It's always a Todd. It's always a Todd. Uh, He (laughs) was the cast leader. So, you know, of course, everyone would go over to his house and have cast meetings. And then the parties would happen. And then Mm -hmm. little things. And he was dating a girl at the time. um, And he was a lot older than me uh let's just say what was about to happen was illegal okay Um, uh uh-huh so 
you know, and I look back at it now and I'm like, I was a child. He was not. So yeah, right. I can, but you know, when you're 16, you think you know everything and yeah. you think you're an adult. You and think you're an adult. You yes. don't know how these choices that you're making now are going to affect you for yeah. a very long time. I, yeah. yeah. We, I was just having this conversation the other day about why that, that, that why it's a law and why it's illegal. And yeah. if I think it's because at that age, you think you think that you can take on these things and you can do these reactions, right. but you don't have the mentality to know th- that you can be taken advantage of. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I was very mature for my age and he was very immature for his age. So mm-hmm. I, it, it somewhat worked out, but I didn't yeah. know. I mean, I didn't know how, how not okay this man was until I was able to get out of that relationship. Yeah. But yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, he kind of took a liking to me and I was like, Oh my God, the cast leader likes me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we would just like flirt a little bit and then it kind of wound up. We just had this, I mean, I will say we just kind of developed this crazy connection and we just, I don't know, hit it off and we started kind of hanging out a little bit and, you know, it took me a while to warm up because I was so young and it was like, you know, my first mm-hmm. everything. And, but eventually we wound up kind of like being together. And, but the thing was, so here's the real complicated part because I was so young, we couldn't officially tell people that we were together. That's exactly what I was, that was my yes. follow up question is, yeah. how are you getting away with this at that age? Yeah. And who knew what you were actually oh, doing? Oh, they all knew. I mean, they all uh, knew, but like they're all in a Rocky Horror cast. They're not going right. to do anything about <laughs> okay. it. You yeah. know, but there your was, family, your family. Did they know? Um, My mom eventually caught wind of it. I don't know if she knew how old he was Uh, um, until it was too late, until I was just like head over heels in love with him. Yeah. Um, And my dad met him once and hated him. Like my dad Mm. knew without knowing. Like I never told him anything, but he just like, we had like a cast meeting at my house. And so Todd came over and he just, he immediately looked at that guy. was like, I don't like him. Just yeah. knew. He could he smell knew. that he was a jackass. Yes. Yeah. You know, yes. and I was like, dad, oh my God, be nice. You know, but <laughs> now I look at it. I'm like, oh man, dad, you should have whooped his ass. But yeah. Yeah. He was he in. Look, dad. He, dad. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But again, yeah. when you're a kid, you're just like, good dad. You're so annoying. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, uh. Um, yeah, so things, but everybody knew I was like practically living at his place. I mean, I was like, I would go over to his house and like hang out with him all night. And we had this, like, it's, this is going to sound really bad, but it's like, we had this epic kind of romantic, like we watched Titanic together and Braveheart and all that dumb shit that I thought was so romantic at the time. You yeah. look horrified. Oh my God. <laughs> I wish you guys could see the look on Catherine's face. She's like, what? You look more horrified about like, this than the demons. Yeah, like, yeah. Braveheart. <laughs> Braveheart. Braveheart is a romance. He did all of that because he was avenging the love of his life. That's right. That's true. Yes. Well, that's in the movie anyway. Yeah. yeah Catherine, but, movies in the love in the 90s was different. It was okay? love. Thank you. Just different. Love in the 90s is exactly it. <laughs> um, I get it. Yeah. It was, Yeah. So, I mean, but that's like, you know, what we did. We watched all these cheesy movies and whatever. And he kind of introduced me to the 80s and the 90s, Mm. which to me was so, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh my God, he has his own car and his own job. And then Mm -hmm. I found out he worked at Sizzler. I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) What's Sizzler? Oh, no! (laughs) I'm literally 
getting a new co-host. I cannot handle this another fucking episode. In my head, I said, don't ask me, Catherine. But I can't. It's like it's a steakhouse. It's a such a shitty steakhouse chain. Yeah. Okay. Like Quincy's or Ryan's or or Longhorn. Like if do you have Applebee's? It's like if Applebee's was a buffet kind of a thing. Oh yum. Yeah. Yeah. And Quincy's like, and Ryan's are the equivalent of Sizzler. That's what that it is. were yeah. in the South. So, uh, yeah. you know, not exactly the best, but um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I found out a lot of things about him later, but in, uh, I don't know. So anyway, so the whole, his whole story was, uh, oh my God, I'm so in love with you. And, you know, but then he would say little things like, well, maybe you need to experience the world a little bit. And then if you come back to me, it means we were meant to be. I'm like, what, what do you, what do you mean? Like I'm right here. I'm in love yeah. with you. What? <laughs> oh, well, it's, sorry. My dog is having a fit too. I was like, between all it's of like, us, my God. I was like my dog, Catherine, I think I heard your dog I know. earlier. <laughs> well, maybe my dog thinks that Todd is here and he's like, oh, get out. That's what I was going to say. He's like, uh, are we talking about Todd again? Yeah, he can tell. <laughs> Dogs yeah. are always more in touch with energies too. They and, are. Uh, like kids are. Like they know when parents normal shit's going on they, and right now you're like bringing todd back from uh-huh. the, the depths of hell so, so really yeah. quick though back to the paranormal thing i think my dog has seen my mom in my room i'm just really? saying i'm just saying yeah oh um, okay. she, she yeah i'll tell you that story later but um, oh my god i have a video of him like like speak like if a dog could speak like speaking to something in this top corner of my room i don't know but that's where wow. she passed away like in the in same the- spot Oh, in the top oh. corner of your room? Well, like, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. And, you, so and like, you were just sitting there like, like. He he was just like intently staring and watching something and kind of huffing at it. Ooh. I have it on video. I'll send it to you. Oh, my God. He oh wow. Just, he, yeah, he really. And when, when she first passed, he wouldn't go in my room at all. He like had like a phase where he was like, oh, I'm not doing it. Really? Yeah. yeah really crazy yeah wow Um, yeah anyway okay so back to so again I was really young so we were never officially together which was a complete it screwed with my head so much Mm -hmm. I didn't understand it I'm like but we're in love and everybody knows we are what is the big deal yeah and then uh one day I show up to the show and there is this blonde woman that's there and how do I explain without being rude? Um, <laughs> it's kind of like, imagine if Christina Aguilera were a porn star and a Barbie doll. Oh, That's okay. That's kind yes. of what she okay. looked like. Yes. Um, okay. I, okay. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, very, very opposite of me. I, I don't, I mean, I, I never really got to know her well, mm-hmm. um, but it was just like, you know, she had this bleach blonde hair, mm-hmm. just a, a whole bunch of makeup, just the bright red lips, just so yeah. much makeup. I had no idea what the girl actually looked like. And yeah. just these huge boobs. They were just the biggest things I've ever seen and like no waste. <laughs> and I was just mortified because it was yeah. everything I was not. Right. And she was like following him around. And I'm like, what? I don't, I didn't understand what was happening. Turns out that he and his buddies had gone to a Hooters restaurant and met her and decided to date her. But yes, but he told me that, oh, no, 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 Sam, I don't even like her. She's just a smokescreen. So people, it takes the heat off of our relationship because you're so young. Dude, this guy is so manipulative. uh Uh-huh. Don't worry. When you turn 18, we're going to be together. 
She's uh-huh. a smokescreen. Okay, so uh-huh. out of all of the interviews we've done, this is this the most is insanely stupid. Yeah, that I know. Fucking excuse yeah. is um hilarious and amazing like i have how fucking dare you i know are you serious right and he was such a he was i'm just dating this hooters chick yeah so people won't know that i'm statutorying you yes exactly that's exactly what he was saying dude would only this is the thing that i think lace you and i talked about this on a catch-up is like dudes would only pull that with somebody they know is younger. Exactly. Because yeah, you're younger and, and exactly. yeah, only in that yep. point in your lifetime would you consider even exactly maybe accepting mm-hmm. that. I yes. didn't, and he was, like I said, literally my first everything. And I was so, you know, when you're in love with someone and when you're, you're like, you're physically addicted to them because oh, yeah. that's the way that it works. It's oxytocin. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all the things mm-hmm. happening. I was so confused and I I just, he was such a manipulator that when he would say things like, well, if you weren't so jealous, you wouldn't have driven me into the arms of a Hooters waitress. I believed it. I thought it was my fault. Yeah. So did he continue on this like second relationship while y'all continued to date? He kept dating her. What? uh, And, and then that's when obviously he and I had problems. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wasn't strong enough to walk away. Like it took me a few times of trying to walk away, but he always managed to get me back with some bullshit story. Sure. Um, and eventually I, I had the, the, the courage to leave. Um, and it was really hard for me because at that time, that was my entire social structure. My entire group of friends oh, yeah, was the cast. the cast. That was what yeah. I did every week. And that's who I hung out with. And so um, it, that's what made it that much harder. I felt like I'm going to lose everything if I yeah. walk away. But eventually, it took me a few times, you know, and my mom was so supportive and, and mm-hmm. she tried, she got me through it as best as she could. Oh, good. Yeah. And it, you know, it took, it took a while, but. How long did you date him? I mean, like, were I mean, you 17 was, or 18 by the I time? I was 16 when I met him. And I think. Oh gosh. I was almost 17 when we were first together and then we were together for like a other another year and a half after that. Yeah, um, long time. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, d- so the other yeah. staff members they didn't or the cast. cast that's um <laughs> were they were they like cuz they knew that y'all were kind of dating. Yeah. Were they taking notice to Hooters girl? Yo, and yeah. Like, uh, yo, yeah. Wait a minute, yeah. what's happening? I mean, I don't know if people were partially afraid of him or they just didn't want to deal with him or they didn't want to get kicked off cast or, I mean, he was very, he abused his power 1 million percent. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, people were supportive of me, but then I also found out there were people who I thought were on my side who were not. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one day that he asked me to go get something from his apartment and, and it was like in this locked box and he was like, Oh, can you go get it? I was like, sure. So I went and got it and I found a journal of his, and this is probably going to be the worst thing you'll ever hear on this podcast. I found a list of girls that he had slept with, what positions he did. There was like a, like a, like, it was like a map. There were symbols for what position he did with each girl. And several of my friends were on that list. <gasps> what? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, well, obviously when I was like, I have to get out of here. Was that the last straw? Was that it? I believe so. I mean, this was so long ago. It had to be, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember there was one day we got back to his place and there was a handwritten note on his back door and it was the lyrics to Don't Speak. (laughs) I was like... What did you do to some girl that she wrote the lyrics (laughs) that don't speak and taped it on your door at 2 a.m.? What are you doing? Oh, yeah. That's what we would used to have to do pre-text messages. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you, was, really, uh-huh. you really wanted to, like, say some shit. Yeah, and you he was like, it, And you yeah. it to their door in the and middle of the night. Yeah. It wasn't you, even, like, a personal message. It was just lyrics. Just the lyrics. lyrics. Just the lyrics. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why anybody would do that. Oh, and he also told me that he had dated Gwen Stefani. I was like, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. But then he, <laughs> yeah. he showed me a picture of them, like, having dinner together in, like, the 90s. I'm like, because he used to be in a ska band. So he's like, oh, my oh. band opened for, for them, you know, back in 92 or whatever the hell it was. So that's potentially. That's potential. Uh, that yeah. that might have happened. And I'm like, well, I don't think it was her writing her own lyrics to you. So who was it? Yeah, definitely yeah. not that. <laughs> definitely yeah. not that. It might yeah. have been another woman who found out that she got cheated on mm-hmm. with him with the day he went and had dinner with Gwen Stefani. So she thought she would use Gwen's words against yeah, him. Yeah, I don't know what Who knows? Was, but but I, I love the... Uh, here's my favorite too because this is what my ex did to me was mm. like when you catch him and you've got the words you've got the evidence in your mm. hand and you're like but she said and he's like no 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 that's not I don't know why she would say that I, I don't know I, I don't know she was just flirting with me yeah. she wasn't no. and it's like that's not no but I don't know why she would ever send something like that like oh uh, why would somebody write no there's a reason song? to it there's a you reason it's like my biggest thing is you cannot drive a woman into insanity and then blame her for being crazy yeah right like you Thank can't you. egg someone on and egg someone on and egg someone and this is you know classic narcissist narcissist yeah. abuse 101 oh, yeah. you can't push someone and push someone and push someone and then blame them when they react yeah yes, exactly you know? yeah. but that when you're statement of the century right when you're a child you don't know this so yeah. I didn't know any of this at the time and I look back at it now and I think you know what I don't know what he was saying to this girl either mm-hmm. and and I remember him saying to me once like oh well you know she's jealous of you I'm like oh is she really and because like because I am the exact opposite of her so in mm-hmm. her mind oh well if if Samantha's still around, then that's what he wants. He wants her and not me. So he was fucking with both of us. And it wasn't fair to either of us. And at the time, I, of course, I hated her. I'm like, this Hooters waitress. But I don't know what he was saying to her. And I bet you if she and I were to meet now, we could have a very interesting conversation. Oh, I bet you could. Yeah. So so you were going over there a lot. Like, so then when you met her, was he like, would he be like, okay, you can come over on Tuesday. Then I got to. I gotta go. To, I gotta have to have dinner at Hooters on Wednesday, and then <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Was and he like openly dating her in front of you? Uh, well, he wasn't at first because he was still trying to sell me on that. Oh, I don't really like her. It's just a smokescreen thing. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know how often they were together. Um, and, and I do want to say, like, I don't mean any disrespect to Hooters waitresses. I know that a lot of girls work there to pay for like med school 100%. or whatever they do. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying that's where they happen to meet. Um, and yeah. I was just threatened by her because she physically looked like what well, I didn't. You know, yeah. right? Well, of course, you're in high school. So yeah, I know. Who, who can work at a Hooters at that time? It's probably is a little look bit older. Very yeah. different than yeah. you. I mean, yeah. she was. Yeah. What, what mattered to him was that she was over eighteen. You know, uh, uh, yeah. so that was their big love connection there. 
Um, (laughs) Really just a match made in heaven. Basically. Just soulmates really is what it sounds like. Right. It was, I think this, I don't remember if it was before or after I found that notebook. I don't remember. He did so many things. But uh, the one thing that stood out to me that just like killed me the most was uh, we were also on another cast together in Pasadena. And uh, we were having like a rehearsal one night and I showed up to rehearse because I was a good cast member, even though I knew that he would be there and chances are she might be as well. And I got there. And as soon as he saw that I showed up, he took her up to the balcony and started making out with her in front of me. Gross. This dude is just uh, some manipulative, broken yeah, that he was, was like that's he was, ju- it's messed up. Yeah, well, he was grooming a lot of girls. That's what he was doing. He he groomed Clearly. a lot of girls after me that I know about. Um, yeah. But anyway, well, and before you and obviously, before, if you had yes. a freaking, you've got the evidence in a journal, yes. in a gross, yes. creepy sex journal. Yeah, that sounds so very uh, Dennis from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh. You watch Always Sunny. Do either one of y'all watch Always Sunny? I've seen it here and there. Okay. Dennis, his character, he does that. And he like, he, I think he keeps it like either written down too. But the whole so point nice. is his, all the characters are despicable in the show, right? But like <laughs> his character is the most despicable because he is the predator. Yeah, like he's like the sexual exactly. predator in the show. This guy and then he like predator. secretly films all the women too. No. And then he yeah. makes the tapes and he like oh, organizes yeah. them by like yeah. position and yeah. all this stuff like in a thing. And it's the joke of the show. I mean, he's supposed yeah. to be awful person in the show, but like that's like a writer's room getting together going, what's the most disgusting, gross person we can come up with? And that was the guy you were dating. That's really interesting that you say that because he was accused of that by another girl. Of filming wow. her. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm yeah. not surprised. That that yeah. of course he did. Yeah. Oh, of course he so, did. Oh. Yeah. It's it's I've found a lot of stuff out, you know, years later after he would do other things. And mm-hmm. he, uh, you know, one of my closest friends, one of my besties, Callie, he basically did it to her, one of her best friends. Jeez. And that's when she like got on board because she's really protective and an amazing friend. So she, you know, like did a bunch of research. She's like, Hey, you need to hear this, 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 and this. And so, mm-hmm. you know, um, none of it surprised me. No, of course but, not. <sighs> yeah. But, and, and, uh, years later, like 10 years later, he came back and basically begged me for forgiveness and owned up to all of it. Wow. And he was like sobbing and just, it was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever been a part of because part of me was like, I guess I need this apology for closure's sakes, but also what do you want from me? Yeah. You know, and yeah, it was, like, what are you doing to manipulate me now? Like, what yeah. is this to yeah. what, what ends, right. what end is this a means to at right. this point? But it was also like, well, I can't really, I mean, I can, but do I kick a puppy when it's down? Like he's already sobbing and saying all yes. these terrible things that he's done he's saying everything that I would be saying. So I just kind of listened and yeah. I, but I refused to sit next to him. I wouldn't look him in the eye. I wouldn't even sit next to him. And he's like, can you just, can you just sit with me on the couch? I said, no, no, you can say you what you want to say. He doesn't deserve for you to yeah. sit yeah. by him on the couch. Yeah. Even if he is apologizing, yeah. that is just another, see, all that shows me is he didn't learn shit. He's, he's just, he's like apologizing for, for 
yeah. like performatively, like yeah. he's, it's yeah. a performance. And it's right. like, even in that moment of him acting like he's vulnerable, he's still manipulating you right. and trying to control where your body is in the room. Yeah. And even if any of that was sincere or, or authentic, I don't need, I, it's not my job to make you feel better about what right. you did. Mm-hmm. Right. That's your problem. I had and to deal you, with it. Yeah. And at that point you had like, you probably got PTSD and oh, all this completely. baggage yeah. from what he did to you while you yeah. were still like forming as a yes. as a teenager. Yeah. And then he's going to just expect you to throw that out of the window because he's sitting there crying. Men think if they start to cry <laughs> that we're all of a sudden going to be like, like okay, oh my God, it's okay. That's what yeah. I've been waiting for all this time. I can't believe, you know, yeah. all the abuse is gone. Yeah. Or, or they, they're like, well, I cried. So you need to give me the forgiveness you need to give me what I want and you're like yeah again you're like I am not responsible for your feelings I was also I was not capable of giving him what he wanted I couldn't physically or emotionally do it yeah yeah at all I mean part of me wanted to be like oh I would love to move on from this and and be able to say I don't hate him anymore and I'm healed but I'm like yeah I can say that but that's on my own I don't need him involved in that in any no. way. Yeah. It has nothing to do with him. You no. choosing when and where you're going to release that yeah. is your choice. Right. It has nothing to do with him. But right. good for him. I mean, if he needed to get that off his chest, do you know why? Do you have any information as to like why he came and did his rounds of like his forgiveness Ooh. rounds? I don't remember. I mean, I know that I don't remember the timeline, but definitely things have come to the surface. He's been called mm. out by a lot of people. At one point, he straight up left the country. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? You want to go to Germany to do another Rocky Horror Picture Show cast? That's what you're going to do? Really? (laughs) Okay, so you're going to go to an entirely different country and start all your bullshit again with a bunch of people who don't know any better. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because he probably ran out of people. He ran out of circles to manipulate women in. Yeah. In the States. Yeah, and you want to know what the scariest thing is? He now has twin daughters. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. There's a part um, because, yeah, I mean, there's a part of me that's like, well, I hope that that teaches him like, you know, it's all the always that bullshit people like, well, it was when I had a daughter that I realized all the mistakes I'd made when I was younger, which it shouldn't take having a daughter for that. Uh Yeah. But there's a part of me that does hope that maybe. maybe. I mean, it's possible. I just. just I'm sitting here going, it's I think it's a cycle just like anything else. A narcissistic cycle is narcissistic cycle is. Like the it's same as like itself. physical yeah. abuse in that yeah it's yeah, oh, yeah. it's that same cycle he does yeah. it so he'll do it to them and then they'll I mean I'm not projecting but this is typical and then they'll get no, into is. a relationship yeah. with somebody who is narcissistic like that like yeah him. I um, mean I yeah. yeah he wasn't uh, the only narcissist that I had allowed into my life because I was used to it it was yeah my. My version of love was, oh my God, I'm going to, I'm going to love bond with you. I'm going to trauma bond with you Mm -hmm. and I'm going to get my hooks in and then I'm going to get you addicted to me. And then I'm going to, and then my real personality is going to come out. And then when I hurt you, I'll make it up to you and then I'll hurt you again and then I'll make it up to you and then I'll hurt you even worse, but then I'll be really nice. Like that was Mm -hmm. kind of this pattern that developed. Um, and I'm, I'm just really grateful that I was able to finally look at that and, and, it takes years and a lot of, you know, time to, yeah. to yeah. change your, your patterns and habits and kind of understand the root of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, I've always had difficult relationships, but I think I'm finally at, at the point now 
so many years later where I'm like, oh man, you know what sounds great? A nice guy. That doesn't sound yeah. boring to me anymore. That yeah. sounds, oh, were you stable? Oh, hot. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But see, we, but we all back in the day when we were in, you know, a series of. Yeah. It was like epic, exciting. Yeah. You, yes. You were looking for the, the spikes Danger. and then the lows and the spikes. That. and Yeah. 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 I can remember times, and I wonder, Sam, if you had the same situations, like when you found yourself in relationships like that, like now I can actually look back and I'm so grossed out by myself because (laughs) I can remember conversations that I had with close friends when they were trying to tell me about the person that I was with being awful. And I would be like, yeah, but you know what? You don't get it. I don't need, oh, well that Mm -hmm. for sure. But Mm -hmm. I would also add on when things were very obviously bad, I'd be like, well, you know what? I wouldn't want an easy relationship, Ugh, you know, yeah, like I, I, tried that. I need, I need some drama like this. Like I need it to be, you know what? I'm just an explosive, dramatic person. Uh-huh. And so it's just good for me to like get mm-hmm. this out. And if he's mm-hmm. going to be that way, it gives me an excuse to be that way too. Sometimes, you know, we make the best excuses, don't we? Oh yeah. yeah. I remember saying yeah. shit like that, but it's like, yeah. and I, I think I put that in like a box and I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't admit it for a long time until like literally just now I'm remembering yeah. that I used to say that yeah. kind of yeah. shit to people. Well, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Well, Lace, this therapy session is going to be $75 and um, <laughs> I do take PayPal. Um, but I think oh. we did great work to get today and I do take tips for when you have a breakthrough. So <laughs> Thank you so much, Catherine. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll buy you some passes to a haunted house. How yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, then I'm going to need to be in double therapy after that. <laughs> yeah. like, it's on my back <laughs> right now. I know. Oh my gosh. Well, hey, um, did... Yeah. <laughs> did uh so now so you said the guy now has like kids and stuff so i'm assuming yeah. did he ever like settle down and like get married to one of his victims uh, or uh, um uh, no so he if i remember the story correctly he had a friend who would like a uh, a uh, uh, older woman at, mm-hmm. at the time we were i don't know like when i say older I, I don't mean older older but like when you're gonna have kids like when you're about to hit 40 you have to hurry up yeah. if you're gonna have kids yeah so i yeah. guess he made a pact with a friend saying oh if we're not married if we're not in relationships by the time we hit this age we're gonna do i don't know if they did in in vitro or what is yeah. it Dude. i don't know if in they vitro. did that in vitro yeah uh, i think that's what they did that's so la that's Really? Yeah, I was yeah. about to say that is the most LA thing. That sounds like it's out of a screenplay. Yeah. It does. It does not... Well, nothing this man ever did ever made sense or was ever normal or easy or <sighs> natural. Natural. Yeah. yeah. Natural. I mean, I yeah. This was years and years ago that I remember finding this out. So I think if I remember correctly, I mean, I may have blocked a lot of that crap out, but because I remember thinking. That's okay. Because he, I think maybe in his mind, he thought if I'm a dad, I'll just be a better person. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so he needed scary. it. Yeah. Instead of finding it within himself. Yeah. Yeah. He needed That's an external reason to. Nothing yeah. external is going to heal anyone. There nope. are external things that can help guide you. Absolutely. But you have to do the work on your own. No one is going to do that for you. Yeah. Yep. You have to, you have to want to, you have to find it within yourself and want to change. No one around you is going to make you change. Which some people don't, some people are comfortable being miserable and okay, let them have it. You know? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like he's probably one of those people on top of just being a piece of shit, and he's just yeah. gotten away with being a piece of shit long enough that it yeah. worked, and but then kept he working. Would, yeah, but then he would like force this really sensitive, emotional side and make all these excuses, and and he was very, you know, a great actor. So you would believe yeah. it. 
Yeah. Just another way to manipulate the people around you. Yeah. Um, okay. So, well, let's, uh, was there any more to that story or can. You mean that wasn't you? enough? No, no. I just <laughs> didn't want to interrupt you if you no, had I'm like kidding. another I'm totally part kidding. to it. If he like came back in your life or if he's still out yeah. there acting and shit now. You know, I have no idea what he's doing. Uh, okay. I, I just know that all of his friends turned on him. That's all I know. Really? <laughs> That's good yeah. to know. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I was hoping you wouldn't say like, yeah, he's the leader of the blah, blah, blah theater. Oh, and Lord, the, the, I have and no he's... idea. Okay, good. Let's yeah. hope not. Let's yeah. hope not. I can just um, see him being like running his own. Doesn't, didn't Mean Girls turn into a stage play? Oh. Into a Broadway play, yeah. Into yeah, a Broadway play. I can just see him being like the in that somewhere. I, don't, I mean, I know that he definitely also wanted fame the validation of fame being famous and having power mm-hmm. so he's probably still doing something I, chasing I it in know. one way yeah yeah just weinsteining his way around yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah um so what now looking back which i'm sure it's kind of probably obvious but like looking back what would you have done differently if anything in that relationship oh wow um uh given myself a lot more credit, justified Mm. my feelings, honored my feelings, um, respected myself and knowing that I wasn't feeling okay and I knew something was wrong and believing Mm -hmm. myself that something was wrong as opposed to believing him. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yes. Believing yourself. Um, when you know it, when you feel it, when you see it, when you've got tangible evidence, you knew it. I knew knew Mm -hmm. it. There could not have been more evidence in my face. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I but believing just, yourself, yeah. I love that. That's that's a great point to bring or bring from this. I just think I think we said it before is like when you're older, age gaps are not a big deal. It doesn't right. matter. But right. I do think when you are younger and it's a age gap, when you're, you know, a young teenager, you're developing, you're not that mature yet, and yeah. this the 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 other person relationship is older, it's very scary. I'll just because, tell you, it was 16 yeah. and 28. Yeah, that's just, that's wow, so scary. That's a it's a big yeah. difference. And yeah. it's that's just a like, big age yeah. difference. You're 16 is so young, you're so learning. I feel like, you, you, not that age gap isn't bad, but you've got to be with somebody close to the same developmental process as you. Right. A hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and 16 is not even in the discussion. Like, no, yeah. you're brain, 18. That your, shouldn't even be. Yeah. Your yeah. brain isn't fully developed until you're what? Like 20, 25, five. Yeah. 25. Yeah. 40, yeah. 47. Hi. He's as developed as he's ever going to be. I yeah. still had nine years to go. Yeah. 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 Dude, yeah. That just makes all of this. Like, I know that just puts another lens. I know you were trying to avoid that because that just, it just I mean, we've come this far so. yeah i know but yeah that massive difference he fuck oh what a gross yeah. monster of and, a person and yeah. you know i think about it i'm like if he were to ever i mean there was there's a joke on my album that's clearly about him and he messaged me he was like oh you know haha and like referenced the joke and i was like yeah ha 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 and like that was it he wasn't upset about it he just kind of yeah. acknowledged it yeah. but if he were to hear or listen to this podcast, I would say nothing about this is untrue. If you yeah. don't like what you did, that's your problem. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's on him. You can't you change know? what happened to you. And no. he's, I mean, that's, there, yeah, this there, is his actions. There are relationships that where I was hurt in, but I can look at him and be like, I had a part in that. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, I've only been in love twice. The other guy 
we were able to speak about it. Yeah. Where are you now? Relationship status wise and all that. <laughs> Single as fuck. Um, <laughs> I think it's, well, I mean, uh, the pandemic hasn't helped, you know, we right. haven't really been yeah. able to go out. Right. Um, I think, uh, for a while when I was just kind of focused on healing, I kind of shut down. So my mom passed in 2018 oh my and I kind of shut down obviously for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're still like going just, through the end of the grief process. Yes. And it was like a double whammy because my dad passed when I was 22. Jesus. So I'm like, D- I don't even. Yeah. So I was just kind of a mess for a while. And so I decided, you know what? Focus on you right now. Yeah. Um, and of course, like, I, I still loved the idea of meeting someone. And, and there was one guy that I dated for a while, and I truly, really did care about him. And I think if he was actually emotionally available, I would have loved to have been with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that lasted for oh, a little bit. Uh, but it reminded me, like, oh, I, I want this connection again. I do enjoy this. I do like it. Because even though he was, he kind of had a little bit of a Peter Pan syndrome, mm-hmm. you know, where he was yeah. more concerned with uh, meeting his buddies at a Mel's diner to work on their screenplay. And I'm like, I'm, you're in the bed with me right now. And you're right. going to hop out to go yeah. do that. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Um, which, you know, I'm not saying he was a bad guy at all. He just, we didn't have the same priorities. Right. Uh, which That's- is fine. And you get a lot of that in L.A., you yes. get a lot of it. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, on top of the fact that uh, a lot of my closest friends and my wonderful people who I love in my life are LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, and I was also working in a lot of gay bars mm-hmm. and um, working on a lot of drag shows. So um, I wasn't meeting a lot of straight men. <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> You're meeting a lot of men. Yeah, yeah a, lot a lot of men. A lot of men. But they all look. <laughs> yeah. But all of, all the men in my life can wear a high heel. I cannot. Yes. You know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that wasn't helping. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, I'll try the online thing for a little bit. And that was just kind of weird in a pandemic. Yeah. So I don't know. But I think I'm actually for the first time probably since before I met Todd um, at the place where I'm like actually ready and open to meet. And I, and also I don't want to be in a relationship just to be in one. I've never been that type. I don't have a problem being alone. I don't, I'm not embarrassed about being single. I don't, I don't know how to settle. So Mm -hmm. if when, you know, when someone comes along, I I will welcome him with open arms and I'll be so excited, but I'm okay without it. Yeah. yeah, that's well. Great. It sounds like you're in a super healthy place. This is yeah. a took me years. Place. It took yeah. me years and years and years of calling myself out on my own bullshit. Honestly, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. And I, I, I always think that like when you say like when you are ready, but you're not one. You're not in going to be in a relationship for a relationship's sake. Is right. when something comes along that's right because you're not so. forcing it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope so. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Yay. That's I'd love awesome. to hear that. All right. Yeah. Well, um, oh, Catherine. All okay. right, wrap it. Bring it so home. So this uh, is our this is our favorite and, question. And, and obviously and we, this uh-oh. is obviously this is subjective. So yes. okay. and it is um the dumbest question we could come up with. I love dumb. Okay. Um so this is a hypothetical situation. We literally ask this because everyone's answer sometimes we just get answers that blow our mind. And, okay. and there's no right answer, it's just you speak from your heart. Okay. Um in the future or whatever, if you got cheated on, would you rather the person cheat on you with somebody that is hotter than you or not or hotter than you? And we've titled this question, Hotter or Notter? And why? And why? Uh, ugh. 
<laughs> I told you it's really bad. <laughs> what, what if I don't want to get cheated on? Um, uh, well, okay. okay, okay this is a relationship this isn't... with Todd. With him, he's sleeping with a hundred people. Yes. Would you rather those people? Well, yeah. Yeah. see, the thing is, Todd did both. He slept with girls that <laughs> yes. were hotter and girls who were definitely not hotter. Okay, which one makes um, you more angry? That's where we're going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I hate to say that maybe it's easier if they're not as hot because you're like, uh, okay, you're just, you're intimidated by me. Yes. <laughs> you're, yes. you're scared of me because I'm so pretty. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> yes. it doesn't, it doesn't feel good when, you know, the, like they cheat on someone with like with a supermodel because mm-hmm. you're like, uh, like yeah. our little inner, inner little girl is like, I don't yeah. look like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know? right. Yeah. Exactly. So I guess I would have to go less hot. Okay, <laughs> I'm with you. Right. I'm I'm, I'm, on your I'm always in I'm always yeah. a nodder. Yeah. I'm a nodder. Same. Same. Um, but we get a lot of yeah. people that are like, dude, hotter. So I could just be like, yeah, makes sense. And I'm always like, no, no. I, don't, I have same. too much yeah. pride for that. Because you can't talk shit that way. Exactly. Yeah. What are you gonna say? Oh, they're so. Yeah. What are you gonna say? Yeah. yeah. Your friends are like, do you know what she looks like? And you have like eight picture, eight screenshots on your phone. You're like, no. I have no, you have no idea. idea. No. no. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I still have a picture of Melissa somewhere. Oh, I just said her name. <laughs> oh, who cares? Her we'll block her out. We'll I, who her cares? Out. I don't even know what her last name is. Hey, do you know how many Melissas there are in the there world? Is. Who Melissa cares? Melissa Hootersville is probably. Yeah. <laughs> there yes. you go. Yeah. 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 And I wish her well. I hope she's I, doing amazing. Same. Sure. Yes, yes, we did. Um, Okay, that was amazing. All right, now where where can people support you the best at this time? Like what can they do for you and where can they follow you? Uh, Financially, that would be great. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) Do people give their Venmos on this podcast? I was like, no, no one does that. Remember when we were all doing that at the beginning of the pandemic? We're like, hey, if you want to, and people were like, cool, here's 10 bucks. No one cares now. Um, But I do have a, uh, my first, my debut one hour special came out in January, which is really exciting. Um, It's called Only Happy When It's Raining Men. And it's available. The album is on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Sirius, it's streaming pretty much everywhere. And the visual special is on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, uh, Comcast. I mean, it's all over the place. Just Google only happy when it's raining men. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Well, good. So if y'all are listening to us on iTunes, you're already there. Go ahead and uh, get that album right now. And then what else? What else can they do for you, Sam? Anything else? Uh, Follow you, I guess. Just uh, block me from ever meeting another Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Remind me, no, say you're, you don't need that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, is he an actor? Yeah. Is he in a sketch group? No, don't yeah. do it. <laughs> All right, so now you're gonna uh, sketch group talk. Yeah. You're gonna have an army of stabbies yeah. Uh, yeah. Who, to us, who are gonna come out and tell you uh, they're gonna judge whoever your next person is. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's what we do. A Todd just oh. came to the door. I know. Apparently, <laughs> it's either Todd or the mailman, and I don't think my dog likes either one of them. Do you mind, sir? Oh my well, god, okay. he's a mess. It's, it's been amazing having you we thank you thank, thank you, you thank you for taking time to to tell us to reach way back in those memories <laughs> crazy yeah. awful story off your chest crazy. um yeah so hopefully somebody's learned something from it and we thank you thank you so much and thanks everybody for listening um yeah i hope i hope we i hope i can look watch videos of you making fun of a horror story horror movie oh yeah it'll we, happen okay 
That's that's okay. what we're gonna watch so, it next year. Okay. Yes. And totally. we'll it's a movie at the TV show. Yeah. That we're watching. Yes. yes. That's what I, let's let's put that out there. That's what we want to be happening. That's what we want the next plug to be able yes. to do when we go. Please. Oh my God, y'all remember our guest? Mm-hmm. She's actually mm-hmm. got that show now. So that's what we're hoping for within the next year. Um, yes. All right. We love y'all. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Toodles. Toodles. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you've cheated or been cheated on, you've got a cheating story and we want to hear it. So please leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. And you can follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. Follow me, Catherine Blanford, at KBiz9. That's K-B-I-Z-Z-9. Stay stabby. Go ahead. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're good.